You're listening to the DNB Supply Show podcast, your number one resource for living the country lifestyle. This is your host, Matt Breckwald, coming to you from my place in the country to yours. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back. And I, I wanted to talk a little bit about what we're going to be discussing on today's episode. So, of course, if you are out here in the West, which uh, those of us in eastern Oregon and southwestern Idaho are, then you are irrigating one way or another. If you are going to grow grass, pasture, a garden, if you're farming professionally, you are irrigating. That is the way we get it done here in the West, which is a great thing. But as you know, there are ways to be efficient and then more efficient when it comes to irrigation. And of course, as we increase our efficiency and we get into using pumps and pressurized irrigation, then there is a cost that comes along with that. Well, today we're going to have guests on from Idaho Power, which services a large portion of southwestern Idaho and eastern Oregon. And we're going to be talking about the different incentives they offer to help you irrigate more efficiently, to help you upgrade your equipment, to help you establish your irrigation program, and to help you save money. So we'll have a guest on talking about that here coming up just in a moment about the incentive programs and all of the other services and the expertise available to you through Idaho Power and, of course, your local power company wherever you happen to be if Idaho Power is not the service provider for your area. So we hope you enjoy getting to learn all about the different things that are out there to help you live the country lifestyle. Joining me today is Dan Axness, the Irrigation Segment Coordinator with Idaho Power, and we're going to be talking all about using your energy wisely. Dan, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on. Well, thanks, Matt. It's good yeah. to be here. I'm really eager to speak with you, and and thank you very much. We had the uh, the NRCS on the show a while back, and this is just such a natural follow up, a natural addition to that show to talk about everything that our agricultural listeners uh, can do in terms of power savings, efficiency, and financial savings to themselves as well. And while our listening audience spans an area larger than where Idaho Power covers. How lucky are we to have you, the experts right here in our community we can talk to. So really, really looking forward to it. And I I wanted to start out just by asking you about you, Dan. I mean, how did you find yourself doing this job? What does irrigation segment coordinator mean? And and how long have you been with Idaho Power? Well, I've been with Idaho Power a little more than two years. And I started out wanting to be an irrigation engineer uh, when I was in junior high and started moving hand lines. (laughs) I thought there had to be a better way than moving hand lines. And so I went off to college and uh, at Oregon State and worked for NRCS for eight years and then worked for a few different consulting firms and then joined Idaho Power as the irrigation segment coordinator. Well, I have moved plenty of hand lines and I think I would be willing to put money that almost 100% of people who have moved hand lines have said there's got to be a better way. But uh, it inspired you to, to educate yourself on that. That's right. That's right. right. Yeah. Moving hand lines and new new seeding grain was the thing that did it for me. <laughs> that would do it. That uh it can get kind of deep walking through that dirt when it's wet than the the knee high grain and and all yep. of that. That's right. Oh, That's okay. Right. Well, very cool. So now how long have you been with Idaho Power? A little more than 2 years. Okay. I started in March of 2014. Well, you know, I want to ask you, you know, what led you to making that jump? Why did you jump over to working for Idaho Power? 
I knew the irrigation segment coordinator that had had the position, Quentin Nesbitt, and uh, knew that he enjoyed it for many years. And it looked like a natural progression from the irrigation consulting work that I was doing into working with irrigators and helping them solve their problems. I love the fact that you grew up working in agriculture and had this vision you wanted to work in it and you found your spot. On my other show, I talk about that quite a bit, uh, helping people find their way to be in agriculture, just like I'm kind of doing here behind this microphone, just finding a way to be in agriculture, and and you did it there as well. That that's a neat story. Yeah, the, it is pretty cool. It it seems like most almost all the experiences that I had led me into being here at Idaho Power with the agricultural community. Well, now, what does an irrigation segment coordinator do? So the irrigation segment coordinator works with our agricultural representatives that work directly with our customers. And uh, there are six different ag reps throughout the territory and then represents those people's interests, the customer's interests back to the company and then takes the company's initiatives back to the customers. So you're kind of the conduit of information going both ways, it sounds like. That's a great way to put it. Okay, wonderful. And so you said there are six different field representatives, or what is the title of that person? Agricultural representatives, and then we call them ag reps. Okay. And so we have uh, ag reps in Payette and in Canyon County, in uh, Burley, Pocatello, and um, Twin Falls. Okay. And so what is their job? Their job is to work with the with the irrigators and help them find solutions to their energy efficiency problems, irrigation problems, and then to work with them to work through billing issues, deposit issues, collections, that kind of thing. Well, I'll tell you what, Dan, let's take a commercial break. And then when we come back, I want to talk about why Idaho Power uh, does this for their customers. Say you were to ride off into the sunset. Ideally, what kind of boots and clothes would you be wearing? For horseback riders of all styles, nothing beats the look and performance of Ariat, available at D&B Supply. Everyone from famous rodeo cowboys to country music legends to equestrian Olympians turn to Ariat with confidence. You can count on them, too. Think of Ariat as your ultimate riding companion for the life and times in the West. When you need to better outfit your ride with Ariat, stop on by your favorite D&B supply. A cowboy's hat can make or break his summer. The right hat gives lots of shade, will last past the first thunderstorm, and is light and breathable so your head won't sweat like your horse does. For quality straw hats, Resistall is the company to hang your hat on. For over 90 years, USA-made Resistall straw hats have given cowboys across the country hats they want to hang on to. Resistall straw cowboy hats, the best all around. Available at your favorite D&B supply. All right, Dan. Well, now that we're back, I I, want to ask. So Idaho Power obviously is selling energy. So what motivates Idaho Power to want to go out and help their customers buy less of their product through these energy efficiency programs? Well, we consider our product, electricity, a really valuable resource. And energy efficiency is one of our lowest cost methods for providing additional resources, additional electrical resources. So it's good for idle power and it's good for our customers. Oh, good. Well, that's the classic win-win situation then. Yep, that's right. So how does this work, I guess, from start to finish? So from somebody out there who's listening and they're going, well, I would love to irrigate easier or more efficiently. I would love to save money. I would love to help have somebody help me with this. From start to finish, how does Idaho Power work with a customer to begin this process and then to work through it to the end? 
Okay, well, we have a few different ways to work with a customer, and the typical one or the the standard way would be for for a customer to get a hold of their AgRap and fill out an application. And the application is really simple. I'd like to do this, uh-huh. to what the date is, where my project is, et cetera, et cetera. And then the ag rep and the vendor, the irrigation supplier and the customer would work together and put together a plan. And so there'd be a few iterations back and forth through that process. And once something was decided, then the ag rep would provide an estimate of the cost savings and of an incentive for doing the project that way that would save this energy. And after everybody agreed to the project, then the project gets installed and then Idaho Power evaluates that, the mm-hmm. AgRep evaluates it, and then we provide an incentive. Wonderful. So uh, they basically will come out and tell you what's available to you, help you work through the application process and kind of take it from there. Right. And I can attest, I've done it. Right. I filled out the application. It was unbelievably simple. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, and really I did very little. Uh, I hate to admit it, but I did very little of the work. But uh, the ag rep that I worked with uh, really took it and ran with it for me and helped me out a lot. Good. And we, we do work with other entities. Another guest on your show, NRCS, uh-huh. has helped you with yours and helps with many other ones. And then we work with other funding agencies, watershed councils and other entities throughout mm-hmm. the state and in in Oregon as well. And so those partnerships really tend to make a good project. Yeah, absolutely. And they they just naturally kind of went hand in hand when we were developing our farm, really. Right. Well, I wanted to ask you about some specific programs so uh, the people listening know what we're talking about here and, and what's available to them. Could we start out with talking about the Irrigation Efficiency Awards Program? Sure. So the Irrigation Efficiency Rewards Program has two parts to it. One of them is the program that you participated in and that we just talked about, the custom project program. And that's where people can modify the irrigation system or install a new irrigation system and save energy as well as get an incentive or potentially get an incentive. And then the second part is once you've had a system in place for a few years, you can use our menu program and you can get an incentive for replacing worn parts. And our incentive there, of course, is still to save energy, but also it helps develop a pattern with the customer of maintaining their equipment and seeing what the benefits are of having Mm -hmm. that maintained equipment. You talked about having people modify their program. Mm -hmm. Like, what are some of the modifications that we're talking about? So, with our custom projects, similar to yours, the biggest uh, way to save energy is to reduce pressure. And so, larger pipes, less friction in the pipe, more efficient pumps, uh, more efficient motors, and those kinds of things save energy. But then the biggest way to save energy is a wholesale change in the way of thinking. Sometimes it would be going from a high-pressure wheel line to a low-pressure center pivot or from big guns to low-pressure sprinklers, those kinds of things. And so reducing pressure is our biggest way because we still have to do the work of growing the plant. Mm -hmm. We want to get the water to the plant so it grows and provides the product that the farmer wants to develop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really interesting. So the reduction in pressure. So like, for example, right now on our alfalfa, we're using a wheel line. But ultimately, if a, if a pivot would work in that area, the energy savings could go up because of the lack of pressure. 
That's correct. That's really interesting because when you look at those huge pivots and you see the, I guess, the volume of water that must be being pushed through those pipes, I always assume that the the energy cost is well above what, what I'm incurring. Oh, no. Um, usually, because there's some efficiency gains in water application efficiency, but also usually the pressure goes down because mm-hmm. we can run those sprinklers at about 15 to 20 pounds per square inch rather than the 55 uh-huh. pounds per square inch that you'd need on a wheel line. Very interesting. Well, you mentioned more efficient pumps. This is bringing flashbacks to me as as I was trying to understand what a pump curve is and going through all this and getting ready. But uh, you guys take care of all that technical stuff. We do. And um, there are many good vendors out there, many good irrigation vendors, as well as NRCS. We all have pretty good knowledge of that. But our ag reps are really good at the at finding the right pumps. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, let's take another break. And then when we come back, I want to ask you about the menu program that you brought up. All right. D&B knows that life in the West is defined by hard work, innovation, and constant improvement. These values made the West what it is today. And these are the values that have made Wrangler the defining Western brand since 1947. Wrangler apparel is designed to feel good in the saddle, look sharp at the rodeo, and work hard on the ranch. That's why Wrangler fits with classic Western heritage like a boot in a stirrup. For clothing that's a good value and steeped in Western values, stock up on Wrangler at your favorite D&B Supply. A well-worn pair of Danner boots has become a hallmark for hard-working and hard-playing people in the West, and everywhere else for that matter. Find your next pair of long-lasting, great-looking, made-in-the-USA Danner boots at D&B Supply. Hold a Danner boot in your hand, and you'll notice the handcrafted precision. Try it on, and you'll feel the difference. Test it against the elements, and you'll appreciate the value of a product that's built to last. From classic hiking boots to handcrafted work boots to fashion-forward looks to fit your daily life, stop on by D&B Supply to try Danner boots on for size. All right, Dan. Well, let's talk about that menu program. So what is that when you bring that up? Idaho Power provides an incentive to replace worn irrigation parts like nozzles, sprinklers, levelers on a center pivot, the entire pivot package, which would consist of the pressure regulator, the body of the sprinkler and the nozzle. And by replacing those, we can get increases in uniformity and increases in efficiency. Mm -hmm. So we're putting the water where we want to put it and not leaking it onto the ground. So let's just take nozzles for a second. So what's happening over time that is causing a nozzle to be less efficient? The nozzles wear from sand and other particles in the water. It's being squirted through the nozzle at high pressure. Mm -hmm. And so they wear, and they don't tend to wear uniformly. They tend to wear non-uniformly. And so we can end up with different amounts of water coming out of different nozzles. Mm -hmm. And then in addition to that, when they wear, they put out quite a bit more flow. And so, for instance, we like to use the example that if a nozzle wears the diameter of a human hair, Mm -hmm. that its flow will increase 20%. Really? And so that changes your pump curve back to the pump curve again. So then you can end up putting out less pressure. And if you've seen the donut shape from an impact sprinkler where it doesn't have enough pressure, it will throw the water out further away from the sprinkler and not have a uniform, okay. uniformly distributed. And so that's really the basis for, our, for um, the changes in uniformity. How interesting. So one of the things that as I've learned to irrigate through pressurized irrigation, uh, one of the things that I'm always learning is how much water I need to have coming into my bubbler Mm -hmm. and balance that with how many different pipes I'm turning on at the same time so I don't run that bubbler down and my pump is pulling air rather than water. But 
what you're talking about with the nozzles. I mean, if those nozzles all of a sudden are outputting 20% more because of some some wear on them, then that's going to impact me on the other end. That's right. You'd have to in- continually, over the years, increase the flow into your bubbler. And uh, it takes time, and, and that's why our program works really well, is it reminds people to go do it, because they mm-hmm. can change their nozzles or sprinkler packages every three to five years. Okay. Then that was going to be my next question. So this wear, I know you can't sit here and tell me, well, this nozzle is going to wear in this amount of time. It's going to depend on how much sediment's in your water. It's going to depend on how frequently you irrigate, mm-hmm. all of that, I would assume. But on average, every three to five years, you're suggesting that. Right. Okay. So now if somebody does do that and they partner with Idaho Power to replace, say, all their nozzles on a wheel line or something like that, how does Idaho Power help them with that? What will they do? If you wanted to put in new nozzles on your wheel line, then you could get your invoice from your dealer Mm -hmm. and then fill out the number of nozzles you put on a form that you can download at idahopower.com or get from an ag rep. Mm -hmm. And uh, then you send that in to our irrigation efficiency program and we'll evaluate to make sure that you filled out the form correctly and send you a check. Okay. And usually it's uh, within two to three weeks. Is there a flat rate or something for reimbursement or does it depend on the the part that you're purchasing or how does that work? There's a flat rate per part. An impact sprinkler nozzle is 25 cents and they typically cost uh, 50 50 to 60 cents a piece. So it's almost half. And then an impact sprinkler rebuilt or a new impact sprinkler is $2.75. So you can get them rebuilt or rebuild them yourselves mm-hmm. for twice that much, or you can buy new ones and they cost about 10 to $15 a piece. Okay. So depending on what you're doing, somewhere between 20 to even 50% savings if, if you work with Idaho Power and, and do one of these programs. Yeah, that's correct. In this menu program, are there other parts that are covered? There are other parts. Gaskets are a big part. It's amazing how many gaskets there are in a system, and there's a lot of leaks. And as you drive around, and I actually take some pride in the fact that when you drive around Idaho Power's uh, area, service mm-hmm. area, you don't see as many leaks uh, as you do when you go into other service areas that don't have similar programs. Mm-hmm. But gaskets um, on a center pivot, there's a boot gasket at the center point that you mm-hmm. need to lift the whole center pivot pipe up with a boom truck to get to and we have a incentive to replace that one because it's it's a lot of work and it it doesn't get done very often and so we provide a pretty good incentive for that 125 dollars okay and then the big ones are are nozzles impact sprinklers levelers for your wheel lines Mm -hmm. and there's a total of about 11 of those so when you're mentioning the levelers on the wheel line you're talking about uh the way it's counterweighted on the bottom so it's always, no matter where how far it's turned, it's always projecting water on a horizontal plane. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so how, do, how does that impact efficiency? Well, those levelers wear as they turn, and uh, even with the amount of grit or sediment in the water, they can wear, and they tend to leak. Okay. And so you'll oftentimes see a little leaking at the impact sprinkler itself around the springs there and the bearing right below it, mm-hmm. and then in the leveler down by the weight then you'll see some oftentimes see leaking there. And one of the benefits, especially on a smaller system that has one or two wheel lines, is that if you are having trouble closing your drains, which are another part of the menu 
project. Mm -hmm. If you're having trouble closing those drains because you don't have a lot of additional pump capacity and you put in new gaskets, new levelers, new drains, then those drains, your pump will come up to pressure more quickly and it will snap shut. Okay. And then you get the increase in pressure and you go on to do another thing. (laughs) Right. And that is something that sometimes takes time. So just to clarify for the listeners who might be thinking of converting over, so they've not yet irrigated with a wheel line, you've got the pipe running down uh, Mm -hmm. between the wheels. And then uh, below, for lack of a better way of phrasing it, below the the sprinkler head, you've got got one or two drains below that. So when you shut off the water or when it shuts off, Mm -hmm. that pipe will drain out. That's right. And once you build up enough pressure, the way those are built... Like you said, it'll snap shut so it stops draining. Mm-hmm. And I, when we installed ours, we had two drains on the mm-hmm. bottom, and we couldn't pressurize it. Right. So we had to remove half the drains, and then all of a sudden we could pressurize the pipe. So that's a really good point. That was something that was a big mystery to me when I first started. All right. That takes a lot longer to wait to drain your wheel line and get started again. Yeah. Yeah, it's a trade-off, right? Because mm-hmm. you've got to wait longer for it to drain so you mm-hmm. can move the wheel line. But on the flip side, now I can get it pressurized quicker and I can get back to work on on other things. Right. Okay. Well, let's take another break. When we come back, I want to ask you about the uh, Irrigation Peak Rewards Program. Right. Good. Know when they say good fences make good neighbors? When you've got Balin Country gates and panels to really fence your livestock in. Also, when you let your neighbor in on the great deals you can find on Balin Country at D&B. Made from steel and designed for stamina, Balin Country gates and panels are tested to match up to robust ranch life. So instead of mending all those fences, round up a whole new one with Balin Country at D&B Supply. If you think buzzing insects are annoying, just think about your horses. Without arms to swing and swat with, flies and gnats can land right in their eyes and ears, leading to sores, infections, and even allergic reactions. So this summer, protect your horses with Dervet Fly Control Masks from D&B Supply. Dervet Fly Control Masks keep a horse's eyes fresh and clean, preventing infections and improving vision for your noble steed. Dervet Fly Control Masks, available with and without ear protection at your favorite D&B Supply. All right, Dan, well, let's talk about uh, the Irrigation Peak Rewards Program. So the menu program and uh, the Irrigation Efficiency Awards is great. What is the Irrigation Peak Rewards Program? So the Irrigation Peak Rewards Program is just a little different than the efficiency programs in that it's to reduce our peak demand on our system. Okay. So these other programs reduce producers' energy use. But with the Peak Reward System, we ask people voluntarily to sign up. In the past, we asked people voluntarily to sign up. Then they would be rewarded with an incentive for shutting off their pump up to 15 times per season. However, we've never done it more than three times per season. And so the pump shuts off in eastern Idaho today, actually. We're having an event, and it will start at 2 o'clock. And then we'll have, then it'll move into the southern Idaho, Twin Falls, Burley area at three o'clock, and then over into Mountain Home and West at four o'clock. And so the pump will, the pumps will shut off for four hours, and then power will be restored to those pumps through their panels, and they can start irrigating again. So this is a volunteer program when you need the power, or when Idaho Power needs the power elsewhere, that irrigators will agree to shut off for four hours take a break from irrigating and then and then be back online. So I guess my first question is, how does this work? Each time this is planned, 
Idaho Power is contacting the participants in the program and saying, from this time to this time, you're not going to have power? Well, we start earlier than that. Okay. Um, so we start in March. We ask people to uh, make a commitment to the program. And this is really with people that have participated before or locations that have participated before. Mm-hmm. It's really more associated with the pump itself rather than the people because pumps change hands so often, even even just for renting. That's mm-hmm. really common is the renting. So we ask people for a commitment to, and it's a soft commitment. They can opt out at any time, but a commitment to be in the program. And then we get all of our lists set, set up and balance the amount of um, pumps that, or the amount of energy shut off in each region. And then on a day like today when we're having an event, then we send out a notification at 10 o'clock in a few minutes here locally. And then at 2 o'clock, we will actually control their pumps. We have a device at their pump. Okay. And so we will send out a signal through our lines or a cell phone signal and turn off that pump. Then it'll be off for these four hours. And then at that point, we'll send another signal and turn it back on again. So, and just to clarify, so once you have the people that are on board, they've made this soft commitment, then they know that's coming. Right. Okay. So that way, when the pump gets turned back on, I well, I suppose... As, I, as I'm thinking about this, we have an automatic shut off on our pump. So if something happens to our water supply coming from the canal and our pressure dips, our pump won't continue to run and damage the pump. But in this case, you're shutting off the electricity, turning it back on. But theoretically, the water should continue to flow coming from its source. So at that point, even if the farmer or the rancher is not present, then the, the pump's in still in a safe shape once the power comes back on. That's correct. That's okay. correct. So, and like you say, the water will continue to flow. So some of these systems, you have to have safeguards in place, overflows and drains and things mm-hmm. like that where the water can go. Right. But um, we do notify everybody around the 1st of June, and we did this year, mm-hmm. that the program would be happening. And then, uh, like I said, in a few minutes here at 10 o'clock, we'll be start notifying people again okay. that there will be an event this afternoon. So when you say an event, what are we talking about? So we shut off these 23 to 2,500 pumps, depending on how many are running. Mm-hmm. And as grain is, is shutting off now, there will be less and less pumps running right. as it's curing. And so we shut off approximately a quarter, two, three, four, and five in each one of those slots. And then that runs, it, it stays off for this four hours. Okay. And again, the soft commitment part is, is that any irrigator that doesn't want to participate can turn it off and then turn it back on again okay. and the pump would run. Oh, I see. Okay. Now, what is the incentive? So how does the, how does the irrigator, how are they incentivized to participate in this? So uh, we provide for anybody less than a thousand horsepower of combined load at one site, we provide a bill credit. And the bill credit, it shows up on their statement, on their bill statement mm-hmm. each month in June, July, and August. And then if they have failed to participate, opted out, then we we ask for some of that money back. Okay. And then if they are over 1,000 horsepower, then we send them a check each month, June, July, and August for for their participation. Okay. And is that based on a percentage of their total bill, or how does that so there's, calculate? So there's a... Um, an incentive based on the amount of demand or kilowatts that they mm-hmm. use. And then there's also an incentive based on the energy that they use or kilowatt hours. How many irrigators do you have enrolled in this right now? So we have about 2,700 locations enrolled, and then we have about 600 
entities or you know most of the farming most of the larger farms are more than one person so right about 600 wow okay so a lot of people are taking advantage of this yes well dan i wanted to ask you so is this program growing we're at capacity now we don't need any more uh signups and so the pumps that have been in the program before are, are eligible to be in the program in the future but because we don't need the capacity now we have mm-hmm. enough generation, then uh, we're not accepting any new applications. Well, this sounds like an absolutely fantastic program, and obviously a number of people have taken advantage of it, so it's it's popular. What is the reason that there's a cap, that there's no longer uh, any space for new enrollment? Well, we're practicing the program now to make sure that it's capable of running as smoothly as possible mm-hmm. in the future, but we don't really need the resources right now. Between the addition of our new combined cycle gas turbine plant in at Langley mm-hmm. near New Plymouth and the price of energy on the market, we don't really need the capacity that the demand response or the peak rewards program provides. Got it. But in the future, if that need develops, then you've got this in place and, and you have got it worked out, worked out the kinks for lack of a better term. That's exactly right. Okay. Yep. Well, great. Well, let's take our last break. And when we come back, I got a couple questions about safety and just want to wrap up the agricultural part. There's more to being a cowboy or cowgirl than hard work on the ranch. Part of the cowboy lifestyle is hitting the town in your nicest hat and boots and dance until dawn with your best guy or gal. At D&B, we supply it all, including comfortable, stylish boots from Dan Post. Dan Post boots are known for their handcrafted cushion comfort without sacrificing design and style, making them perfect for long, fun summer nights. Come find a pair of Dan Post boots today at your favorite D&B supply. Know what looks good with a cowboy hat? Panhandle Western Apparel and Rock and Roll Denim, available at D&B Supply. Over 70 years ago, Panhandle started putting snaps on their popular gambler-style shirt and soon became a runaway hit with cowboys and cowgirls everywhere. In the 21st century, they formed Rock and Roll Denim too, with fashion-forward looks and high-class jeans that fit any style. With designs both classic and fresh, get decked out for life in the West with Panhandle shirts and Rock and Roll Denim at D&B. All right, Dan, so I wanted to ask, what else is out there from Idaho Power to help people in agriculture? Well, in addition to the two parts of the irrigation efficiency rewards programs and in the future someday of peak rewards, also the agreps have a lot of capability to help people planning their irrigation systems. And then we have a power quality group that can help with problems with electrical noise on their system mm-hmm. or, or other troubleshooting kinds of problems. Our ag reps, when you total all six of them together, have 74 years of experience in in irrigation, agriculture, and they're all trained in agricultural-related fields. In in addition to that, we also have residential and commercial um, efficiency programs. And like I like to say, almost all of our irrigators live in houses, Yeah. so there's always programs there. Well, before we finish, I wanted to take a moment to talk about safety. Uh, because it's, it seems like every year, or well, I shouldn't say every year, but too frequently, even if it's just once a decade, there's something that happens with people irrigating, especially moving pipe and things like that mm-hmm. with power. Can you talk about how people, while they're irrigating, can be safe around overhead power lines and underground as well? Yeah, the um, big thing with overhead power lines is to stay away from them, stay 10 feet away at least for a permanent structure. And it's it's also a good idea to stay that far away with moving pipe. And our biggest risk that we see is when people stack hand lines under power lines mm-hmm. because it's so 
typical to lift up your hand line, look down it and see if there's a squirrel in there and then want to tilt it up and get that squirrel out of there. And uh, aluminum is a very, very good conductor. In fact, many of our distribution and transmission lines are made from aluminum. Mm -hmm. And so we really like people to stay out from underneath the power lines and be really aware of it. Got it. Look up. (laughs) Look up. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think people are surprised that those hand lines can reach up that far, but they can. Right, yeah. They're almost always 40 feet long, and many of our lines are, all, almost all of our distribution lines are at least uh, within 40 feet of the ground. Okay, yeah, so that is definitely something that, that you want to be careful with. And then what about underground? Well, with underground, um, we really recommend strongly that people um, call the 811 and uh, find out what's underground and where they're going and then leave the appropriate distance or um, have a qualified excavator do that kind of work near Mm -hmm. power lines. And when it comes to 811, you know, I did that on our places. We were developing it. And my initial thought was, well, what's this going to cost me? But it didn't cost a thing. Right, right. So I I think it's important to clarify for people so they will call Mm -hmm. that, hey, this is something that's going to be provided for you. Right. And if you contact our service center at 388-2323, we'll disconnect residential um, services for free for tree trimming. I'm not sure if there's a cost for excavation, but we'll work really closely to protect your safety. Oh, that's great news. I did not realize that, but you'll disconnect for free so you can go up and safely Mm -hmm. trim a tree and then turn it back on. At, At least for residential. At least for residential. That is really, really good news. Well, Dan, I understand that Idaho Power just had its 100th anniversary. So reflecting back on those 100 years, how has agriculture been a part of that history with Idaho Power? Well, the irrigators have provided a lot of the base load that was able to allow us to grow our system, build new dams, build new transmission distribution lines. And so the irrigators have been an integral part of Idaho Power's growth over the last 100 years. Well, it's a great shared history and certainly... uh, Southern Idaho and, and everywhere Idaho Power is at has a rich history, not just with Idaho Power, with agriculture as well. That's right. That's right. Well, wonderful. Well, I can't thank you enough for coming on today. I wanted to ask, uh, you just gave that phone number. If there's somebody listening who would like more information on the things we've talked about today, is that the best way to contact you? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Would you mind giving that number one more time? And that was 208 area code, is that correct? Yeah, that's right. 208-388-2323. Okay. And also, I've been on your website, of course, a million times looking at all of this, idahopower.com, and there's a ton of information there as well. That's right. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on today, Dan. Really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you all for joining us today, and here is to you and your pursuit of the country lifestyle, however you define it. For the D&B Show, I'm Matt Breckwald.